well, we are continuing with our journey uh, in the life of Joseph uh, this morning. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever uh, been accused of something that you never did? Have you ever been uh, punished for something that you never did? Uh, how would you respond if you were accused of something you never did or punished uh, for something that you never did? Many of us, I'm sure, would do everything we could to clear our names. Uh, and this morning we're looking at Joseph uh, and we come to just a part of uh, his story uh, where he was blamed for something that he never did and ended up in prison uh, because of it. Uh, there is many, many life lessons uh, that we can uh, learn and discover from the life of Joseph. And my encouragement to you is in your time, when you do have time, uh, why don't you make some time and just read uh, the story of Joseph uh, and just see what the Holy Spirit uh, shows you in this story. Uh, last week, we saw Joseph being tempted by Potiphar's wife. Uh, she was putting on the pressure uh, for Joseph to sleep with her. Uh, Joseph resisted uh, and ran for his life, a very wise man. Uh, and he overcame the temptation, success uh, in his eyes and in God's eyes and uh, in our eyes, uh, as he resisted that temptation. Uh, but Potiphar's wife uh, lied uh, about what Joseph did uh, and ended up in prison. Uh, Joseph experienced a setback. Uh, and uh, my question is, uh, looking at your life, have you ever experienced a setback in your life? Everything seems to be going so well uh, and then something happens uh, and it just stops you in your track or, or knocks you back. Uh, we experience setbacks. Uh, and how do we handle that setback in our lives? How did Joseph handle the setback in his life? Uh, the dictionary says that a setback is an event that delays your progress or reverses some of the progress that you have made. You know, a setback is an event that delays your progress or reverses some of the progress that you have made. Um, so how do we handle setbacks in our life? Joseph, here in our story this morning, uh, faced a setback. He was put in prison. He experienced this setback uh, not because of anything bad that he did, um, but Joseph ended up in prison because of his faithfulness to God and his loyalty to Potiphar. Uh, and so even in uh, honouring God with our lives, we can experience setbacks in our lives. Um, the key uh, verses uh, today, or a key verse for you today uh, to hold on to, uh, probably the same key that we saw last week uh, in our story. Uh, last week, uh, we saw uh, that in verse 2 of chapter 39, 
The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of Potiphar. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of Potiphar. And so let's read uh, the first part of our, our story this morning uh, in Genesis chapter 39, verses 21 to 23. Uh, Joseph has been uh, put into prison, as I said, because uh, he resisted the temptation with Potiphar's wife and she lied about him. Potiphar was furious uh, and threw him into prison. And this is where we take up uh, the next part of our journey. It says in verse 21, But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. One version or another version say, showed him kindness. And the Lord made Joseph a favourite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. And here we have again a key verse uh, for today. Uh, if you hear nothing else, uh, know this today, that in your setback, in your trial, in the things that you are going through, it says in, in verse 21 and 23 uh, of chapter 39, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Uh, so how did Joseph uh, handle setback in prison? And we have to remember as Joseph was thrown into prison, uh, Genesis chapter 39 uh, and 40 doesn't give us uh, too much detail, but Psalm 105 uh, mentions something about Joseph's time in prison. And here is what it says about Joseph. Uh, it says that they bruised his feet with fetters and placed his neck in an iron collar until the time to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened the prison door. Uh, do you know what it says here? They bruised his feet and they placed his neck in a collar. Um, and so Joseph uh, experienced some hardship in the prison. But Joseph didn't allow the setback uh, to set him back. Uh, the dreams that Joseph had where his brothers and his family would come and, and bow before him, uh, Joseph kept those dreams and these were the things that sustained him because Joseph believed and trusted God that these dreams would come to pass. These dreams would come to pass. Um, and so for many of us, I'm sure God has given us promises. God has given us dreams uh, for our future. Uh, and I want to say this morning to hold on to those dreams because sometimes uh, in times of trouble, times of difficulty, uh, 
Times when we do experience setbacks, if we don't hold on, we need to hold on uh, to the promises of God. Sometimes uh, in our lives, when we know the calling of God on our life, and as we step out in faith, and everything uh, that seems to go contrary to the call of God on our life, we have to revisit that call of God, because that is sometimes the thing that, and most times, the thing that sustains us. Um, so, so I want you to, if you're feeling uh, just like thrown in the towel, uh, then find, discover, hold on to the promises that God has given you. Uh, Joseph was in a place of setback. Joseph was in a prison. He was locked away uh, and things seemed uh, so far from the dreams uh, and the future that he was, that he had in his mind. Uh, but Joseph prospered uh, in prison. Do you know, and a lesson for us, do you know, even when we um, are experiencing difficulty, do you know, in, in tough times, in times of trial, I believe we can uh, still experience uh, prospering in God. Because God is with us and God is the one that prospers us. Do I hear an amen this morning? Uh, so jo Joseph stayed true to God in prison and God prospered him in the prison because God showed him faithful love. Do you know, I'm not sure uh, or uh, how many of us have actually experienced inside of a prison or will. Uh, I'm believing we won't. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, prison, uh, I want to look at another type of prison, a place of, of being stuck. Do you know, in our lives, we can feel that we are in a prison. Do you know, we can feel that we are in a prison of oppression uh, or a prison of pain, prison of loneliness, uh, isolation, it is another prison that we could feel that we are in unforgiveness. Many people uh, today carry unforgiveness and it just locks them in to that prison and no, no freedom in their life. Uh, and the key to unlock, uh, this may be a word for someone, the key to unlock uh, that prison of, of unforgiveness is, yes, you've guessed it, forgiveness. Um, and so I encourage you, if you have or carrying unforgiveness towards someone uh, this morning, then release forgiveness. You're not saying that what they did was right, but you are releasing yourself into the freedom that God wants for your life. It could be a, a prison of debt, a prison of past hurts, uh, painful memories, whatever. Uh, and I've got here um, a miscellaneous because you may feel that you are in a prison. Uh, and I've not mentioned that this morning. Uh, we have, uh, I believe, a mindset at times that the pit or the prison or trials um, tell us that God has abandoned us. Uh, well, that is certainly not true. And we can discover that and see that in the life of Joseph. Uh, as it says, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him Faithful love. You this morning can know, can know his faithful love 
whilst in your prison. Do you know, our prisons, our problems, the pressures of life uh, are, are a means uh, of strengthening us, of bringing us out stronger if we let, the, let God do his work uh, in our lives. Uh, for Joseph, you know, Joseph, as we will discover, as he ends up in the palace, had to go through a pit and had to go through a, pit, a prison before he reached the palace. And sometimes in our life, uh, we have to face some tough stuff, uh, some life issues uh, before we get to uh, the, the, the palace or the, the blessing at times in our life when we come through stronger uh, and more uh, stronger in our faith in God. Do you know, I want you to say, I want to say this morning, in your setbacks, God has not forgotten you. God knows where you are. God knows what you need. And God knows what he is doing. Many of us, I'm sure, wonder or cry out to God, God, do you know what you are doing? Um, but you know, he does. He does. Uh, growing is not a, 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 an event. Uh, growth is a process. Growth is a process. Uh, where you are, say that out loud. Uh, growth is a process. So how, how are you doing uh, in your prison? Uh, in the prison that you are sensing that you are in? Do you know, the pit in the prison for Joseph uh, was a school. Uh, when he sat and he passed the tests, uh, and when he did, he had other tests to pass. Uh, and life uh, is, consists of, as one person says, tests. Um, and so how we deal with it will determine uh, how far we will progress. Uh, I don't know about you, but I found in my life God has brought the same test back, in, back to my life um, until I came to a point where I overcame and passed uh, the test. So how are you doing uh, in your prison? Uh, maybe uh, your prison uh, is the place where God wants you to be in at the minute. Dare I make that comment? Uh, maybe for such a time as this, that God's got you just where he wants you. Yes, uh, it's not easy going through. It's difficult. It's hard. Um, but maybe God is doing something. I believe he is doing something in your life as you face and go through these things in your life. Joseph didn't make or allow the prison experience to make him bitter. Uh, he allowed, and I believe he came through that uh, better, uh, stronger. Uh, staying faithful to God through the trials will help you become better, not perfect, will help you become better and stronger. Uh, you may feel that God has forgotten you, but I want to say he has not forgotten you. He is there with you. Whatever you're going through today, that setback, he is there with you. We can know that assurance that God is with us 
despite the prison that we find ourselves in. So fix your eyes on Jesus. Hold on to, to, to that assurance that he is with you. And just allow that process uh, come as you trust in God, you will come through this uh, a stronger uh, person. Uh, Joseph uh, found uh, this setback, this prison experience, a place uh, of opportunity. Uh, there was two men in that prison uh, that Joseph uh, came into contact with. Uh, and, and we're just going to read some of the story uh, there as Joseph met these two men. It says in chapter 40 of Genesis, sometime later, uh, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker offended their royal master. Pharaoh became angry with these two officials and he put them in prison where Joseph was and in the palace of the captain of the guard. They remained in prison for quite some time and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, part of God's plan, assigned them to Joseph who looked after them. While they were in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had a dream one night. And each dream had its own meaning. And when Joseph saw them the next morning, he noticed that they, looked, they both looked upset. Why do you look so worried today, he asked them. And they replied, we both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business. Joseph replied, go ahead and tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He told him it first. In my dream, he said, I saw a grapevine in front of me. The vine had three branches that began to bud and blossom, and soon it produced clusters of ripe grapes. I was holding Pharaoh's wine cup in my hand, so I took a cluster of grapes and squeezed the juice into the cup. Then I placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. This is what the dream means, Joseph said. The three branches represent three days, and within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as a chief cupbearer. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well with you. Mention me to Pharaoh, so he might let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I am here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve it. Even there, what we don't hear or don't see is so important because Joseph wasn't blaming anyone. He never named names. When the chief Baker saw that Joseph had given the first dream such a positive interpretation. He said to Joseph, In my dream, he said, there were three baskets of pastries on my head. In the top basket were all kinds of bakery goods for Pharaoh, but the birds came and ate them. This is what the dream means, Joseph told him. The three baskets also represent Three days. Three days from now, Pharaoh will lift you up and impale your body on a pole. How would you like to give that word 
to someone. Then the birds will come and peck away your flesh. Pharaoh's birthday came three days later and he prepared a banquet for all the officials and the staff. He summoned his chief cupbearer and chief baker to join the other officials. He then restored the chief cupbearer to his former position so he could again hand Pharaoh's cup or hand Pharaoh his cup. But Pharaoh impaled the chief baker just as Joseph had predicted and when he interpreted his dream Pharaoh's chief cupbearer however however forgot all about Joseph never giving him another thought. You know the prison that Joseph was in I believe was a, pr- a, a prison uh, where it was a place sorry of opportunity a place of opportunity Uh, J. Sidlow Baxter says, what's the difference uh, between an obstacle and an opportunity? Attitude towards it. Every opportunity has a difficulty and every difficulty has an opportunity. Today, if you're facing a difficulty, know that is an opportunity. See it as an opportunity. Two men had dreams Cupbearer and Baker both had dreams. Um, and we see, as Joseph interpreted the dreams, they came to pass. So I did wonder uh, what would have went through Joseph's mind as the two uh, men came to Joseph and says, we've had dreams. Uh, Joseph, I'm sure, would have said, dreams got me into this trouble. Um, so don't tell me about dreams. Uh, but you know, Joseph, even though he needed help, even though he was in a difficult place, took the time to help and show compassion to other people. He saw beyond his own situation and circumstances. And again, that is a message for each of us because, you know, and I've been there, we so get wrapped up in our situation, our stuff, what we're going through. And there is many other people that just need to know our help and our compassion Uh, And it says, Joseph noticed that they were sad, uh, and he did something about it. Both dreams came to pass. Uh, Joseph himself, and I I really believe we can see the humanity uh, in Joseph, uh, as he asked uh, the the butler, when you get out of here, uh, please tell Pharaoh about me uh, and, and get me out of here. I'm a dream interpreter, get me out of here. What was what Joseph uh, was saying. But God's timing is always perfect. Uh, and for many of us, uh, many of us uh, sometimes want out of our prison, out of our trial, um, quickly. We want it to be over, but sometimes God is doing a work in us. Um, and sometimes coming out too early uh, is not good. Uh, God's timing is always perfect. And his timeline is perfecting. God is perfecting us. Do you know, as we conclude, whatever setback you are facing, whatever prison you feel that you are in, remember, trials and testing build trust and tenacity into our lives. It makes you stronger. Uh, Don't worry in your prison. Uh, don't whine in your prison. Don't wallow 
in your prison. My advice, worship in your prison. I'm reminded of Paul and Silas in their prison. And it says there in Acts 16, So the jailer put Paul and Silas into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in stock. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Singing hymns to God. And here is a line that we sometimes miss. Other prisoners were listening. You know, in your life, and as you face stuff, uh, people are listening. People are watching. And how you respond or how you react will determine the effect that you have on other people, I believe. So worship. Uh, don't whine. Uh, don't wallow. I heard a story uh, of uh, a small bird who decided not to fly south for the winter with the other birds. Uh, he decided that he was staying put. However, soon the weather turned so cold that he reluctantly started flying southward. In a short time, the ice began to form on his wings and he couldn't fly any longer and so he fell to the earth and landed in a barnyard, almost frozen. A cow passed by and pooed on the little bird. The little bird thought it was the end, but then the manure began to warm him up and defrosted his wings. Warm and happy, he started to sing. And just then a large cat came by and hearing the chirping, investigated the sounds. The cat cleared away the manure and found the chirping bird and ate it. Uh, the lesson, if there is one from this story, is not everyone who poos on you is your enemy. Not everyone who scrapes it off is your friend. And when life poos on you, keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed. Let God do his work in your life. And I see the sentiments of this story, but we can share with those close to us when we're going through stuff for prayer. But you know, I've seen many people in life just love telling about their woes. And we end up woeing with them. I just love the Rocky movies. Have you ever watched them? Every time Rocky is punched down, Every time he goes down, he always seems to get back up. He always seems to get back up. No matter how hard he goes down, he gets back up. Uh, and you know, there's a, a verse or a, a, some scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 to 18. And I would encourage you sometime this week, uh, just delve into it and just meditate upon it. This is what it says. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus. So the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. 
So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All this, all this for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be a great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. And if Paul continues to go on, this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs, outweighs them and will last forever. And so we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that we cannot see. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Wow, what an amazing passage of scripture. You know, tough times don't last always, but tough people do. Take- <music>